to life on earth. Welcome to life on earth. Welcome to life on earth. Hello, you good people, and welcome to Life on Earth. You know, in her newsletter, the Ayn Rand letter, copy of it right here. Ayn Rand had an article entitled, From My Future File. And in it, she wrote, quote, There is nothing so naive as cynicism, unquote. In this context, Ayn Rand was writing about criminals and modern intellectuals and politicians. But I repeat myself, still, since I'm on guard against cynicism in general, I find it's a it's a valuable, if the shoe fits kind of essay with broader applications. We, the philosophically, culturally engaged, we walk a fine line between fighting evil and letting evil matter far too much in our own lives. You know, Friedrich Nietzsche is the one who said, battle not with monsters lest ye become a monster. If you gaze into the abyss, the abyss gazes also into you. A very fine line in more ways than one. Now, I'm on the Ayn Rand Center UK channel. So obviously, I believe in fighting for Ayn Rand's philosophy. And sometimes that includes fighting against ideas that are opposed to her philosophy, objectivism. But what does that look like? Let me read just a couple paragraphs from Ayn Rand's essay, What Can One Do?, which you can find in her collection, Philosophy, Who Needs It? What can one do? She says, this question is frequently asked by people who are concerned about the state of today's world and want to correct it. Now, more often than not, it is asked in a form which indicates the cause of their helplessness. What can one person do? I was in, this is Ayn Rand. I was in the process of preparing this article when I received a letter from a reader who presents the problem and the error still more eloquently. Quote, how can an individual propagate your philosophy on a scale large enough to affect the immense changes which must be made in every walk of American life in order to create the kind of ideal country which you picture. Ayn Rand goes on, if this is the way the question is posed, the answer is, he can't. No one can change a country single-handed. So the first question to ask is, why do people approach the problem this way? Unquote Ayn Rand. Now, of course, she answers that too, and much more. But the point is, there's only so much that you can do, that I can do. There's only so much, there's only so much that it's in your rational self-interest to do. And she makes clear in the article, the one thing we can all do is speak. Speak out. But I would add, speak earnestly, honestly, in a reality-based manner. And I used to, and maybe you have too, use that term reality-based. 
in a not so much reality-based way. Reality-based means life on earth, not floating abstractions, simplistic denunciations, and not stoicism or asceticism. If reality-based makes you first think of logic and not of reality, well, consider reading or rereading Leonard Peikoff's Understanding Objectivism. So that said, I have a few tips, 10 of them, in fact, 10 tips, which are part of my personal arsenal for keeping life on earth, a joyous, benevolent, successful, mostly evil-free place. And I think they're both powerful and downright fun. And even if one or two of these bits of wisdom is valuable to you, my mission will be accomplished. The goal is make, but I don't think of you, a reality. We all love that line from Howard Rourke. Make it a reality, but I don't think of you. Or, or at least, for a quote from another book, don't think of them now. Never think of pain or danger or enemies a moment longer than is necessary to fight them. You're here. It's our time and our life, not theirs. Don't struggle not to be happy. If anybody hearing this hasn't read The Fountainhead, which is where that first quote comes from, or Atlas Shrugged, the second quote, there's your homework assignment. So how to evict your enemies in 10 easy steps. This will go quick. So real quick, what I first want to do is say welcome to no one. Okay, no one is the name of a user on YouTube who has signed up for the Ayn Rand Center UK's YouTube membership. You can do that too if you're not already a member. Equal to Reality is in the chat, and I see the icon that says he's already a YouTube member, and hello to you. Uh, Nick K says, earlier today I was rebuked for linking a philosophical discussion of evil to real life. Well, we're not going to make that mistake here. I am sorry you were rebuked. I don't know why that happened, but probably shouldn't have happened. We'll get into it. But real quick, thank you to no one, again, username no one, for becoming a member. You can also become a member of the Ayn Rand Center UK at the Ayn Rand Center UK's website. Link is at the top of the chat, aynrandcenter.co.uk. Link right at the top to become a membership. Five membership levels, each with their own perks, each and every one of them, from the lowest to the mightiest, does support the efforts of the Ayn Rand Center UK. It was great. I was watching earlier both the daily objective, which is now on at 5.30 p.m. UK time. That's 12.30 my time on the East Coast. Isn't that where everybody lives? And then right after that, the collective edition, still coming up with a name for that daily collective show. But that was a good one as well. Any money that you put in to become a member, that you put into your super chats to make your comments stand out, that you put in to become an Ayn Rand Center YouTube member with access to special feeds like the Ayn Rand Fountainhead Fiction Club, all supports ARC UK. Thank you for that. Let's do this real quick. 10 tips how to evict your enemies. Number one, tip number, these are going to go quick. Trust me on this. You're like, Robert never goes quick. Try me. Number one, walk away. How to evict your enemies? Just walk away. Or better yet, drive away and watch them diminish in size to a tiny speck in your rearview mirror. Listen, listen. 
if this life really is your masterpiece, your play, your, your movie, your novel, you get to choose who gets a big, juicy role and who are the bit players and who gets left on the cutting room floor. Number one, walk away. Number two, pick your battles. I hate the phrase, pick your battles. It sounds like, you know, be a coward, but say, well, it's because it's not my battle, not my circus, not my monkeys. But seriously, choose your battles. Ayn Rand had a whole... Uh, Think of a regular feature that said, choose your issues, which I like even better. But pick your battles. Fight the draft. You know, refuse to be drafted into issues that are not your issue. Don't let anyone drag you into a fight that is not yours. Remember, the battles that matter are the battles in a war of ideas. People going around saying, people are stupid, are stupid. And so is the people are evil crowd. There is stupidity and evil out there. But even then, what matters are the ideas. I've proven that before, so I won't do it again today. But when you pick your battles, when you choose your issues, realize the worthy ones, the ones that are going to have an impact, that matter, are the ones in which you are ready and able and well-armed to fight the battle in terms of ideas, not personalities much less tribes. Number two, pick your battles. Number three, there's an old phrase. It appeared in a meme recently. Learn to say no without explaining yourself. I always end up commenting no on that. I love the advice. You should be able to justify any claim you make, but you are not always called upon to do so. Read that essay, What Can One Do? When you speak out, you don't necessarily have to stick around, try to make a case. Sometimes it's enough just to say, I disagree. Boom. Learn to say no without explaining yourself. Number four, let them go. Your adversaries, that is. Stop keeping them prisoner by being of value to them, by engaging. Let them grouse, let them whine, and yes, let them let them celebrate their quote-unquote victory of having you bored you into leaving the debate stage. Let them go. They don't matter that much. Which leads to number five, refuse to sacrifice. We don't believe in sacrifice. Refuse to sacrifice by letting vice capture your attention, your resources. Be, be too selfish for that. Here, here's an old bit of wisdom. The average human lifespan is roughly 79 years, or 28,835 days. And we each, you have received those 28,835 days free of charge. And therein lies the problem. We didn't pay nothing for them. And all too often, we treat them like that's what they're worth. Nothing. Think about it this way. How much would you be willing to pay if I told you you could buy five extra years and good ones at your prime to your life? How much would you pay? So refuse to sacrifice. Refuse to sacrifice your invaluable time and attention. Number six, 
Make them pay rent or get out. Wait, wait, who? Whoever it is that's living rent-free in your head, make them pay rent. And, and what I mean by that is make them actually provide some value to you. Are, is this exchange teaching you anything? You know, the old adage, everybody you meet has something to teach you. Find out what it is and learn it. Or are they expanding your reach, your influence, your audience? Are they connecting you with resources? Are they arming you for future battles? Are they providing some substantial, even positive amusement? Something, anything. Otherwise, what's in it for you? Make them pay rent or get out. Number seven. See, we're almost done. Number seven. I hope you're writing these down. No, seriously, they're all listed at robertnacer.com slash show notes. But number seven, ask your adversaries, your adversaries, your enemies, ask them, do you really want me to do this if it's not what I want or not what I believe? Do you want me to be a hypocrite? This is, this is handy for anybody trying to tell you what to do, even me. Are your enemies trying to earn your honest conviction? Or do they just want you to agree blindly, submit, give in? Ask them. And if they answer yes, all the more reason to let them go. And that makes it easy. Oh, I got to give a huge shout out because Super Chat just came in from Jeff Bannister. Jeff, you rock. Thank you for supporting the Ayn Rand Center UK, but especially for doing it on my show, because that is super cool. Appreciate that. Any more super chats that come in, feel free to put a question or comment in them. I will read them out loud. Otherwise, you are just supporting the channel, and that is just perfect. It's all good. Number eight. We're already at number eight. Realize this. Realize you have very few enemies. Lower the number just by realizing it's not accurate. Very few of those you imagine to be evil, and I don't mean bad or vicious, I mean evil, very few of them really are. As for most people, go to a symphony or a football game. In the UK, that looks like soccer, but that's okay. Seriously, though, orchestras and sports teams or artists or acrobats, and not just the performers, the audiences. And, and other engaged participants. These people watching with you, James Valiant mentioned fireworks watchers yesterday. When you get together and watch fireworks with people, you know, if, if you look around, you'll find a few ne'er-do-wells in the crowd, but the vast majority of people, at least in that moment and in that activity, they are your allies. And in a thousand other ways besides, that reminder can change your worldview dramatically and help you fight the few enemies you do have more effectively. You know, does realizing that your barista isn't your enemy, I don't know, does that count as evicting an enemy? See, I do the math and I say yes. So I go on to number nine. Tell the good ones goodbye with love, or at least with goodwill, you know, good intent. Wait, wait a minute. 
the good ones, yes, some of your enemies, they aren't really evil. They're hardly even enemies. They're just not your kind of people. Now, people you really intensely dislike, not for universally objective and moral reasons, just your own uh, good reasons. They're just not your kind of people. Tell them goodbye and wish them well. You don't have to slam the door of every room you leave nor provoke them to do the same. Some people think slamming doors is a way of saying, and I mean it. I think it's more of a show of weakness. You might disagree with that, but there you go. Some disagreements are more about style than morals. Tell the good ones goodbye with love, or at least with goodwill, good intent. And number 10, don't let them in in the first place. Eternal vigilance is actually pretty easy when you have well-chosen, well-defined values and moral clarity. Another super chat. Thank you, Nick Bruno. That is awesome. I really appreciate it, man. Love seeing the support. And again, maybe it's narcissistic of me. Maybe it's selfish. Obviously, I'm just kidding, but love to see it come in on my show. Thank you for supporting the Ayn Rand Center UK and for me because I'm here on the channel. So again, number 10, don't let them in in the first place. Eternal vigilance. Pretty easy when you have well-chosen, well-defined values and moral clarity. And let me wrap up with number 11. <laughs> you might say I tricked you, but this one is so much bigger than the other 10. It needs to be said, and it needs to be said separately, and it needs to be said last. Unfortunately, it's very short, so please take it to heart. Take it to mind. 10 Steps to Evict Your Enemies, number 11. Invite your friends in. See, space taken up by values cannot be filled by turkeys. You know, similarly, fill your time with values and activities. Time spent on your passions can't be wasted on wastrels. Taking ideas seriously means taking values seriously. Find your passion and live it. Find your allies, your mates, your kindred spirits, and bring them along for the ride. Now, evil? We never had to take it seriously, did we? Make it a magnificent life on Earth. <laughs>